0: This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips.
1: We know that offshore wind is coming to New Bedford. My next guest wants to make sure that employment opportunities for offshore wind really touch all corners of the community. Uh, John Buddy Andrade of Old Bedford Village uh, Development is working with PACE, and they're working, and a lot of other organizations, I might add, to make sure that underserved members of the community have opportunities to join this new industry. Uh, Good morning, buddy, and uh, welcome. Good morning, Jim. Happy New Year to everyone. So you and PACE and other groups are um, about to receive, or perhaps you have received, a $50,000 planning grant from the Massachusetts Clean Energy Center. Uh, how did the grant come about?
0: Well, we got the award in September of $50,000 of the planning grant. Uh, I uh, contacted uh, Josh Amaral over at PACE, and we began to have a dialogue about this grant opportunity that came out back in, uh, I want to say, April of this year. The, the, the announcement was made for the grant. It had to be submitted in July 1st. Uh, uh, Josh Amaral and myself uh, worked on the grant. We prepared it, we put it together, and then we submitted it. We were, we were approved and awarded in September, and what we're doing now is trying to roll it out, uh, get people's input, be very transparent uh, about how we write this grant. Uh, offshore wind is new, brand spanking new, and it is here now. It's not coming, it's here. Vineyard Wind will be opening up the uh, Commerce Terminal over the next four weeks, starting their operations out there on the other side of Monster's Vineyard uh, with the drilling. The power drivers are already out there, as we heard this morning uh, from the gentleman from the Power Drivers Union that was at our meeting this morning. It's here. And and we have now got to take this $50,000 planning grant and and make it and design a three-year training school that we will train people over a three-year period the grant then can go up to from seven hundred fifty thousand to 1.3 million dollars uh, we had a meeting this morning with collaborators and partners uh from the community and and in the, in the industry offshore wind industry boss terminal andrew saunders was was present uh thanks my counselors uh, um, De- derek baptiste and uh, brian gomes who are also there uh mass hire and I say those names because everybody I'm talking about that you see on our list there is what's going to take to make this happen. Buddy Andre can't do it by itself. Pace can't do it by itself. The mayor can't do it by itself. We all have got to work for the people in our neighborhoods, in the underserved neighborhoods of New Bedford, the minority poverty areas, North End, West End, South End, including our communities in Dartmouth and Wareham and Fairhaven, uh, because we have to throw that long net out there and bring all that fish in and and. and put them where they belong in regards to the levels. But those who are ready right now, the jobs are ready for you right now. We'll prepare you, and they will train you. We do not do the hardcore training. It's never been done before. We wouldn't know how to train you, but I can prepare you. We can set up a process and a program to prepare individuals in the community, uh, and PACE will be running the program, not Old Veteran Village.
1: Getting community folks, people of color, opportunities in offshore wind is something that you and I have been talking about for years. I mean, years. Yes. Uh, Two thousand five. Is, is, it, is, it, is it the process? Is the fact that more traditional methods are not working to get people positions? Maybe the positions aren't created yet. I, I don't. I don't know. But you saying it's here? How many local people have we got working in the industry? None. Uh, none that I'm aware of, uh, but let me say this, that
0: uh, one of the gentlemen this morning said, we're, we're getting you guys ready for jobs that don't exist yet. We don't even know what they are yet. That's how open and wide this new industry is. It's brand new here in the United States. Block Island did the first five. New Mexico is going to do the next 60 or so. But in England and Germany
1: and Denmark, they've been doing it for 20, 30 years. You mentioned a couple of times this morning this event that you had. uh, Actually, we are recording this on Thursday. You had the event on Thursday with a number of people there to to show some of the people in attendance, mainly the companies, that, hey, we are ready. We are ready and willing to get going. Maybe you're saying, tell us how to get going. Tell us how to do it.
0: It's a little bit of both. Uh, what we showed this morning to the companies that were there, that there is a network of, of individuals in the community, agencies like PACE, uh, like our city councils, like the um, uh, PACA, um, Kyle Owls was there, very important uh, uh, segment of our community uh, coming out of recovery, coming out of, out, of, out of jail, wanting and looking for that second chance. This is it. Uh, we, we, we have a, and we're going to build a bigger collaboration. It's going to take a lot of hands to go out there into all our neighborhoods and get the people who are, who are looking or want to look, and as well as preparing our kids in the high schools and the vocational schools uh, to, to get involved with the industry. Beyond media, how do you plan to reach people? Well, beyond, well, let me tell you, I think WBSM Media is very, very important. And WBSM and you and I and and Phil Paliogas and all the rest of you guys have been very important to this picture Because you've helped me consistently keep the word out there. We're going to be doing the old-fashioned door knocking We're going to be doing the old-fashioned community meetings and we're going to do the new technology The Facebooks and the Instagrams and all the other social media stuff to get people in we're going to hold more meetings We're going to do more training sessions we are going to make it so that by the time we're done, everybody in the city of New Bedford, the great New Bedford area, will be eating and sleeping offshore wind. They're gonna be thinking about my 12-year-old, is he gonna take the right courses to get into offshore wind while he's in high school. They're gonna be thinking about that, how my husband and my wife is gonna be able to benefit, and not just from the offshore wind in the water, but also on land, but let's also remember this, With this comes billions of dollars of investment to the city of New Bedford that can create other employment opportunities, other uh, areas of growth, and particularly uh, small businesses developing more restaurants, more stores, uh, transportation businesses, uh, getting a CDL license, having an OSHA 10, an OSHA 40, an OSHA 30. All these are important, but that's the preparation part of it. The actual real big deal training will come from these companies that will send these individuals to once they've been vetted and, uh, and
1: prepared. I'm still a little leery about these companies. Yeah. Because they have a cadre of people they can tap outside the community. Yes. Why uh, can we trust the companies really to follow uh, existing laws, to hire the approximate number of minorities? to tap into this community where they are about to invest a lot of money in. And that's
0: a problem, and that is an issue, Will be has been an issue uh, historically. However, if we have the leadership coming from the mayor's office, if we have the leadership coming from the city council, and then the community agencies that do this kind of work that I do and others, at the career center and all that, working together and pledging to make sure that these dollars impact our neighborhoods, impact the families, the mothers and the fathers and the young people who are ready to go to work. That's what's gonna make the change. Now we can also depend on the 1964 Civil Rights Act, the laws and all that kind of stuff if we wanna go that route. But the main per- way to go is having the leadership in the mayor's office saying, this is what we want. We want 32% of the workers for this uh, for, for this project, trade by trade industry by industry, and putting out people to work, getting the training, making sure that there's a, a positions for them with these companies, because the company's saying, well, the rule and agreement that we made with the city of Bedford is to hire local. Everybody's saying they're going to hire local. Now the proof has been, got to be in the pudding, so there has to be some transparency here mm-hmm. so that we know and accountability that you're doing this. We are going to make sure our folk are ready
1: are you going to hire them, is the question. You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest, John Buddy Andrade of the Old Bedford Village Development Corporation. He is working with Pace and many others uh, to uh, create jobs and make sure that local people get a share of jobs in the offshore wind industry, an industry that he says is not coming. It's here now. It's here. It's here. Listen,
0: If we don't have a vehicle in which to drive people to the the dock to get the job, then we will not benefit economically from this offshore wind project, and you will see more deterioration in New Bedford. Not building deterioration unless we gentrify the entire city, the entire region gets gentrified. And so now what do you do with all these folk who have been here and now don't have the jobs, they can't pay their rent, they can't take care of their kids, they can't do this, they can't look for the future to go to college. What's gonna to happen to those neighbors? What's gonna to happen to the South End, the West End, the North End? What happens if we don't get those jobs?
1: How do you overcome the skepticism? Because I know you're gonna hear it. I know you're gonna have a public meeting next month. You're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear people say, we'll never get any of those jobs. We've signed up before. And nothing has happened. What do you tell them this time? We heard that this morning.
0: It was mentioned this morning, uh, Counselor counselor, uh, Baptiste, other members that were there uh, who have experienced this with us, knowing that you do all this, do all that, then you get ready, you want to go to work that morning, and then you get, no, we're not hiring. Don't come here. No, we're not hiring. No, we're not We have to be prepared, like again I say, I go back to the leadership of the mayor's office, the city council, they're the policy makers, they're the ones who can make this happen. We in the community now have to make sure we have the bodies to take those positions. And yes, I've heard it, I've heard it, like I said we heard it this morning, we are prepared to fight that fight if that's what it comes down to. But we believe that there are good business people out there who are a part of these companies that we're talking about, particularly with this Foss terminal project. And especially because the gentleman ex coordinator, Andrew Saunders, is from New Bedford. He lives here, he's from here, grew up here. So he knows what we're trying to do, and he knows what he wants to see happen for the city of New Bedford. Now is to get the other companies to sign on. And that goes back to the leadership, that goes back to having a formal agreement with these companies, that they're gonna hire X amount in here, this, that, and the other. And I'm talking about the electricians, the plumbers, the carpenters, the the, uh, drywallers, whatever it is. And some stuff that we don't even know about, they said that this morning. So, but the commitment from the unions and the employers has to be there in writing that they'll do so. And now I can say that we have been verbally given those commitments and verbally told that they will sign commitments, the companies that we're working with. But, uh, you know, you've still got to be skeptical because that's what we heard this morning. Uh, uh, And we have the bodies, trained bodies, prepared bodies. Now, for the first wave, it's the second and the third and the fourth wave of getting people prepared, and that's what we'll be tapping into our high schools and our
1: vocational schools in that second, third, and fourth wave. BCC is building a training center in New Bedford. In New Bedford, uh, in the North Terminal, is that right? Yes, um, and it's called the Nawi Program, the National
0: uh, National uh, Offshore Wind Institute. And uh, when will that be up and running? Do you have any idea? Well, uh, shortly. I, I, I would say within 90 days, I know that they're working hard to get all the I's dotted and the T's crossed, and and they're going through meetings right now and, and getting everything set up. They've been holding uh, uh, meetings in regards to Zoom. They've had some training. I've taken two courses already on, on, on the, online uh, with, with them on the uh, introductory into offshore wind and the operation management and all that kind of stuff. All of these courses that um, that Bristol Community College is providing, please, ladies and gentlemen, go to their website. Look them up. Sign up. Take these courses. They're important. They are the key to the jobs. No ticky, no laundry. Yeah. The key to the jobs. Everybody has to be trained and educated because we've never done it before. I cannot go out there. I'm going to do this. I can build that. You're not. We can't, because we don't know how to. Now, your question earlier, if we don't get our folk ready, I have already coined the phrase, the British are coming, the British are coming. Remember that guy, Paul Paul Revere? Revere? All right, well, Buddy Andrew's been saying the same thing for three or four years. The British are coming, the British are coming. I'm trying to stop that from happening by preparing our people
1: in in the New Bedford area. If you're not ready, New Bedford, we'll bring in our own people
0: from wherever. Mm -hmm. Well, listen. This is happening now. They can't no longer in the drawing boards or in the permit process of meetings. So they're ready to go to work. Are we ready? And that's where the problem comes into. Yep. Now there are commitments from Crowley, from uh, um all of them. I, I'm, I'm Mayflower, Vineyard, all make. Yeah, we're going We will. We will. We will. But will they? And but they will if we got the bodies to show that we can do it too. Just give us now the additional training, and you'll see that we'll be lighting up the world again right here in New Bedford. Who will be trained at the BCC facility?
1: Students or anybody? Anybody, anybody. anybody.
0: This is not just a youth program. It's not just for the kids, even though they're the future of this, renewable energy, all that. But we have men and women who, in their 40s and 50s, who have a lot of job experience that they could bring to this and and and, and uh, just they their twilight years and, and retire in seven, eight, ten years. Then you have the guys who are 25 to 45 who are just getting started or got there doing this or their CDL, and now they want a job change. We can cross them over. But now those young people, the 14s to 19s now, getting them ready, looking at what career... Because they can now start making choices where they want to go by sure. like getting into the right courses at the high school, at the vocational, and then going into business community college uh,
1: to get the, the gravy stuff. One more information, well, you can check out... There'll be another community meeting. Yes. February 2nd. Said
0: February 1st. That was a mistake on that one. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Yeah. We got the wrong February one. First, February, yeah. first. The February 1st. February 1st. The meeting of February 1st is a continuation of this morning's meeting. All right.
1: 6 to 8 p.m. p.m. at the Fort Tabor Community Center. Lovely building. Yes. And uh, Thursday, February 1st. Yes. 6 to 8 p.m. Fort Tabor Community Center. That is a continuation of this morning's or. Thursday's meeting, that uh, where this grant was introduced, and people were interested in finding out more. Uh, people giving commitments. Why it's important to get involved? Listen, this is an opportunity for New Bedford. Yes, a real opportunity, a big money opportunity. A place the, the, where the,
0: people the, can these earn. are union jobs with yeah. union wages, health and welfare benefits. You're talking an average of twelve hundred to eighteen hundred dollar weekly paychecks. It's significant. Okay, and uh, could you imagine 10, 5, 15 guys throughout New Bedford and gals working, and, and then that's the first year. Then the third year, is 30 guys. The fourth year, it's 50, 60 guys. Yeah. Making that kind of money, and not just for two weeks or one year, 30 years. This is a career. The turbines, once they're put up, the lifespan is 20 to 25 years. So you have to take care of them, you have to clean them, just like you take care of your car or your, or your, or sure. your air conditioner. And then they're gonna be decommissioned and we all over again. So this is gonna, listen, right now we're talking about an average of $3 trillion
1: of investment over the next 30 years. It's something we've gotta pay attention to, and if you're interested, again, that meeting, February 1st, 6 to 8 p.m., Fort Tabor Community Center, in New Bedford, but, but in, in the, the
0: meantime, area. but in the meantime, contact us. We're doing. We're, we're having interviews now.
1: Yeah. We're we're, go, we're
0: venting now, and uh, because there are some jobs right now,
1: you can do that by emailing obvdcbr obvdcbr at yahoo or you can call 774-202-0603. Leave a
0: message if we don't pick up.
1: Buddy, we got to go. Thank you very I much guess for having My has been me. Uh, John Buddy Andrade of the Old Bedford Village Development Corporation. And uh, thank you for coming in.
0: The jobs are here, ladies and gentlemen. It's no longer a pipe dream. This is the future dream. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Okay. We'll be back with more Town Square Sunday in just a moment.